Hello and welcome to this podcast with me, Mark Vernon, and I'm talking with Guy Reed, the sculptor. We're sat here in Guy's studio in a little village called Benk in the south of France. Hello, Guy. Hello. Guy, can you just tell us something about where we are? Well, we're south of Toulouse in the French countryside, very close to the Pyrenees, um, in a particularly beautiful part of France, yeah. Thank you. Um, you sculpt in wood and you sculpt uh, figures, um, realist figures of, of people. Um, can you just tell us something very practically about the kind of wood you use, how you prepare it, and then how you actually produce the work? Well, I work almost exclusively in lime wood, which I buy in blocks. I then glue it together with the help of a preparatory drawing that I do of the subjects, and then I literally just set about carving. Mm -hmm. Your um, inspiration for this work comes, I think, from two sources, partly from your experience of sculpture in your youth, but also uh, as your time as a restorer. Could you just say something about those two aspects? Well, I, I guess the, the original inference has come from um, my experiences of visiting Germany, where I saw the great sculptors, sculptures of Tilman Riem and Schneider and Gregor Erhardt, uh, the great Gothic sculptors. Um, and I said, I very luckily got an apprenticeship with a great workshop, Spink, and from that point on I, I worked on museum quality uh, carvings, restoring museum quality carvings. And I know that um, from the time as a restorer that's given you a tremendous skill with your hands and you talk about how that frees you up to actually then use the wood to produce art. Yeah. Could you say a little bit about that? Well I think the thing is that when you become so um, at one with your tools and at one with your hands, in a sense you are liberated to express yourself in a, in a totally new dimension, which is uh, an inner dimension. So in fact I'm not at all aware really of, of either my tools or what my hands are doing as I'm working. I'm quite liberated from them. And you feel that's where the emotional power of your work can come from? Certainly the liberty of it, yeah. yeah. It's like a drawer who, know, who knows that they can use a pencil without thinking about a pencil. I'm looking around your studio now and I see that there are broadly two kinds of work around us. There are sculptors, um, busts and so on, and then there are also reliefs. Um, could you just say a little bit about the difference there and, uh, and, and, and why you like both? Well, it's interesting that you should mention, uh, mention the reliefs. I mean, firstly, I think people can understand very uh, simply in the three dimensions of sculpture. But a relief work is actually uh, a, a form of trompe l'oeil. It's... Um, it's a bit like a drawing. Um, you're using shadow and light to create uh, effects that give depth. Um, and um, as I was saying earlier about, uh, about how a, 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 someone who draws can be freed from their pencil, for me, the, uh, the release function a bit like a drawing. They, they're actually studies of the works that I do in, in, in full three dimensions. Um, and... Um, and they, they really are very close to drawing. Uh -huh. And then how would that then differ from the sculpture? How would you characterise a sculpture? Well, I mean, on a very basic level, a sculpture takes a, 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 very, a very much longer time. Um, but um, I, I think, essentially, it's this aspect of, of tricking the eye, using light and using, and using um, uh, depth to, to create illusion. The work has uh, tremendous immediacy uh, and great impact, and it's very moving. Um, how do you situate your own work um, in relation to other sculptors or other art in general? Well, as I said earlier, I think the influence of the late Gothic uh, 
an early Renaissance sculptures of, of Middle Europe is essential. They're, they're hu the humanity that you find in that work is absolutely extraordinary. And uh, I try my best to, to, to reflect that, those sort of sentiments, I guess. Um, but actually, in terms of contemporary art, and perhaps I'm 20th century, 21st century art, I think I'm much more influenced by uh, English painting. By painters? Um, yes, That's by people like Lucian Freud and David Hockney. Um, again, uh, loosely categorised as realist, but I think really looking at intimate portraits of subjects that they know and love. Um, and there's a certain melancholy, I find, in, in, in these paintings, which, which resonates inside me and which I, I, I hope uh, I achieve uh, a form of expression in my sculptures which, which mirrors this. Um, I think it's a very English English movement, and um, and uh, it it reflects intimacy, and and um, there is also a slight coldness, I think, which you find in this in English artists um, from from the from, from like such as Hockney and such as uh, as Freud, which is a sort of English distance mm. as well as intimacy. Another thing that's very obvious looking around is that uh, there is one. A model who features time and time and time again. Um, can you say who that is and a little bit about uh, that experience of returning again to one person? Well, and, and the, the person's Andrew, um, although there are other people who feature often in my work, like Katie. But um, Andrew is my partner, and uh, in some ways I, I realised that... Um, that my portraits of Andrew are actually a single piece of work. They're a documentation of, of a life shared, of a journey shared. And that journey is, is not always constant and easy. It changes with time, it has its difficult periods. And for me, it's a search to find out uh, who we are and what we are together. That's very interesting, returning um, again to the same person. It's like you're not looking for new things all the time, or at least maybe you're looking for new things in the same, uh, the same person. Yeah. Well, in fact, I'm trying to understand this person. I'm trying to understand who this person is and uh, what he means to me. And again, that relates back to the emotional intensity and intimacy which you're able to draw out. That's, that's true. But also, I think one thing that's interesting is that I've increasingly uh, done portraits of Andrew... Uh, whilst living here in France, that's in the last five years. Um, and I think that reflects uh, the, the peace and calm of the place we live in, and our isolation too. And also, I mean, I do joke sometimes that I'm, I'm not going to find a, uh, a village youth or a village girl who's going to sit there as much as Andrew. But the truth is, this is uh, a reflection of our life, which is exactly what this documentation of Andrew's, Andrew's life is. It's a mirror of, of our life together, which for 15 years was before that was in London. Uh -huh. Another thing which I know um, about particularly your public work as opposed to your work which is in private collections, um, your public work is often of a religious nature. You have actually work yeah. in churches, for example. Um, could you say something a little bit about that, where that comes from in your past? Yeah. Well, I mean... Uh, that too is, a, is quite a long story. I mean, when I was uh, in my 20s, I travelled a lot in Asia. I spent time in, in Buddhist monasteries. I then uh, became interested in um, theology in general and studied theology at um, King's College London. I did an MA there. And um, my MA um, thesis was on the relationship between art and revelation. And um, 
evidently, at some point, of course, I was, I, I, I was going to make religious art as a consequence of this. Um, and I'm very interested in looking at archetypes, religious archetypes, and uh, sort of stripping away the sentimentality from these archetypes. Um, and I, I, I hope that, you, that one can see that in the, uh, for example, the Madonna and Child I made for St. Matthew's. Um, that That's St. Matthew's in Westminster in London. Westminster, which is ten, 10 years ago now. And um, also there's an, a, 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 a figure I, 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 I like, uh, which I made of Adam in Murfield, uh, Murfield College, Yorkshire, which, which I think it also represents this, uh, this aspect of religious art, which is, uh, for me, which is the... the the attempt to strip away the sentimentality of, of, of religious archetypes in art. Gairi, thank you very much indeed for talking. Um, where can people look at some of the images of your work online? Well, they can go to my website, um, which is uh, guyreadsculpture.com, uh, or Google me under Guy Reed and you will find me. Thank you very much indeed.